when you know why you're doing something, I think that drives you even more to do it and do it your best. And I think that's why, you know, sometimes you look at these athletes and you're like, why are they so good? Because they're playing for something. They're playing for somebody. They know what they're doing. You know, they have a purpose. I knew I was playing that game. I gave my all. You should always give your all, no matter what. My why definitely drove me. This is Sweat the Details, a collaboration with Under Armour and iHeartRadio, a sports and training podcast made for women by women. I'm Monica Jones, a fitness coach, boxer, business owner, and UA athlete. And I'm Meg Boggs. I'm a powerlifter, author, body positivity advocate, and mother. Every episode, Monica and I will talk to athletes, trainers, and experts and learn more about how the body and mind work together in training and competition. Today, we're talking about team spirit, finding purpose, and breaking barriers with our guest, professional softball player and UA athlete, Odyssey Alexander. Unfortunately, I was not able to make this interview, and I'm very jealous that you got to talk with Odyssey, Monica. But, you know, I've been reading up, and Odyssey is well on her way to legend status in the softball world. Yes, we miss you dearly, Meg. And so for those of our listeners who may not have been watching the news around the Women's College World Series this summer, Odyssey was pretty much the star of the show. As a starting pitcher for James Madison University, she led her team to victory after victory, including two major wins over the number one seed, Oklahoma University. Over the course of the tournament, Odyssey started every game and she pitched the entirety of every game except the team's last when she was subbed out in the fifth inning. She left the pitcher's mound to a standing ovation from spectators and fans. Odyssey threw roughly 1,057 pitches, are you kidding me, during the entirety of the series. By the end of her career playing with JMU, she was named D1 Softball Woman of the Year, nominated for the Best Female College Athlete ESPY Award, and named Softball America's NCAA Pitcher of the Year. Wow. I'm just truly in awe of what she's accomplished, and she's only 23 years old. She's an absolute superstar, and that's the thing. While her college career has ended, her professional career has just started. Not long after the College World Series, the USS SA Pride professional softball team signed Odyssey to play for them. On top of that, Odyssey is taking on the important role of inspiring young women of color to play the sport and finding new ways to support them. I mean, just wow. That is seriously legend status, and I am here for it, especially knowing how many women she is inspiring now with her story and her success. It's just truly incredible, Mon, and I'm seriously jealous that I had to miss this conversation. Listen, when I was 23, I'm pretty sure I was still trying to figure out how to make protein smoothies and get to work on Girl, time. Like, what? <laughs> I'm so excited for this conversation, you guys. There are some gems you're about to hear, so get ready. Ugh. I cannot wait to hear this conversation, so why don't we jump to it? Yes, we miss you so much for this one, Meg, but we can't wait for you to hear it. Let's get it in. Odyssey Alexander is a professional softball player playing as a pitcher with the USSA Pride. Thank you so much for joining us, Odyssey. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited for this conversation, though. Yes, I'm super excited. So we're going to jump right into it. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey into softball as a sport? So I started softball when I was young, and my grandfather inspired me to play the sport. He introduced me to the sport. He kept me going through the sport. He took me through travel ball, Dixie League, college, and I figured out my why when I got to college. And I guess that took me a very long way, because here I am. 
I will say, I feel like when you go through so many things like adversity and stuff, you start to figure out yourself a little bit more. And I think in college, that's what I started to do. And I started to see myself grow, not just like in the sport, but as a person. And I think that's what, you know, any sport I feel like is about, like you see yourself growing as a person. I think that's the most interesting part is like, because I see it myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've changed in a lot of different ways, in good ways. Um, And I feel like I'm becoming, you know, who God created me to be. That is one of the best feelings in the world. And it is definitely something that sports can give us. Yes. Odyssey, you've been an exceptional athlete since you were young, not only in softball, but you also played basketball and volleyball. Am I right? You're correct. Yeah. And you played for your high school team. So Mm -hmm. what is it about softball that you love and couldn't find in the other sports that you played? Um, for one, uh, that was the one coach who did give me a chance. I felt like I was never going to college. I never thought I would get the opportunity to go. And if I did, it would have been much, much smaller, like D2 or D3. But having the opportunity from a D1 coach, I felt like it was someone who believed in me where I felt like most didn't. And I think also that was kind of my motivation to prove to people like I can do it, you know. So taking the chance, I mean, that was my only offer. Some offers started coming in after that, but I was committed to them. So I stayed true to my commitment and I wrote it out with JMU. That is, that's really dope. I remember being in my college attempts and looking at some of my teammates when we were younger and just being like, wow, it's so cool. These schools are coming for y'all. It's, it's really yeah. great. I'm like, I'm barely getting off the bench, but y'all are getting yeah. pursued. <laughs> it is dope. And I can't imagine that feeling. So thank you for sharing that. It's it's definitely still something that like gives me goosebumps to hear about. <laughs> what were some challenges that you had going from being a college athlete to a professional? And how did you overcome those? Honestly, it was so much that happened after the World Series. At one point, I didn't think I could handle it. Um, it was overwhelming mm-hmm. just because your life kind of changes and it changed in one day like over a night. And I'm like, okay, I'm really on the spotlight right now, you know, but wow. I think the biggest thing for me was just the adult part. <laughs> Cause in college you have everything, you know, time management was my thing in college. I had everything set out. I knew everything I was going to do mm-hmm. where now it's like, you have to do it on your own, <laughs> which is something I didn't do in college. So I would definitely say time management. I'm always on time, not late. But yes, it's just hard, you know, <laughs> figuring out everything you have to do every single day. I love that. You know what? I want to go back because I was listening to what you were saying about going for softball and feeling like others considered you overlooked. Why do you think they considered you overlooked? I would definitely say just because of where I come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now that's such a big thing that I would try to invest in is no matter where you come from, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, Yes. So here at AU, um, Athletes Unlimited in Chicago, I play for the Natasha Watley Foundation, which is a foundation basically giving back to those who aren't from like big cities or who don't have the expensive bats or anything like that. So I think that's something huge now to, to basically to help continue to grow the game and Girl, these young female Black athletes, mm. they want to play softball. So just giving back and just helping to grow the game. Yes, I can, I can absolutely see that being such a fulfilling part of what you do now. And I love that you're a part of that. Mm. So what have you learned from working with a team and relying on others rather than just being a singular player? Um, I mean, that's all the part about growing. When I first went to college, I was not a very talkative person. 
um, there were some things you had you had to learn about your teammates, you know, before you basically just go at it. For me, I know I like to observe and then go from there, get to see how people are and stuff like that. But right. you can't do it by yourself. That's something I also had to learn, leadership. And I wasn't always the vocal one. I was more of the set it by example, you know. I will say in the World Series, I didn't want to be with anybody else but those girls. Doubts that we had, I feel like really pushed us to, you know, prove to like the whole softball world or the world that a mid-major school can do it, you know. And we believed in each other. We trusted in each other. And the main thing is we stayed within each other. We knew what we had and we came to, you know, just compete and play JMU softball. That is inspiring. And I remember when all that was going down. <laughs> I, yeah, I that's that is so dope to be speaking to you now. Like, I'm really honored to speak to you about that experience. <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> so who were some of your role models in the sport growing up? It's so many girls out here that I actually idolized for so long. And I would watch on TV on my couch growing up. Wow. But I mean, definitely Kat Osterman, um, people like Amanda Lorenz, someone, you know, a little bit younger. But it's so many um, athletes out here where I'm like, oh, my God, I watch you on TV. You're the best. You know, and it's just super cool to be on the field with them and compete against them because it's like, wow, you're a pro athlete now. Um, You're in their shoes. It's exciting. I'm grateful to be here. I'm glad I got the opportunity to be here. Y'all heard it here. It doesn't matter what age you are. If you're really putting everything that you can into your craft, you can inspire so many. Yeah. So Odyssey, what is next for you in your softball career? What's your next goal? Um, My next goal would probably be Japan. I know that will be something different for me because I've never been that far away from my family or friends or anything like that. Um, But I'm excited to see what that holds for me. Pretty much my plan is just to continue to play softball until my body says, honestly, you're done. It's time to give it up. (laughs) I love that. Do you you feel like you listen pretty well to your body when it's like yay or nay? Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, absolutely. If I'm feeling a little rough, I'm like, I'm a little crusty. I, I maybe yes, calm down. Crusty, yeah. crusty is definitely a description <laughs> for those days. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Funny. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, great. All right. So when you say that Japan is next for you, what do you mean? Are you playing overseas? I just want to make sure our listeners yes. know. Yes. Or are we just absolutely. going over there? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I would plan to play softball over in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. And is that like a normal length of a season for you? Or do you spend like the whole year? How does that typically work? They split it up in sections, Uh from my understanding, which is a good thing because it's tough to play year round, especially softball. That's a hard thing to do. Got it. Okay, Mm -hmm. perfect. For our listeners, I would love to hear, you know, what it is that you think makes a successful team. For our team, I will say getting to know each other. I know that was the biggest thing I figured out um, growing up because everyone's so different. Everyone has a different personality. Everyone has a different background. Everyone's from somewhere else. So I think to become successful, you need to know who you're talking to. Um, Mm -hmm. So say like one of my teammates gets out. If they get mad and they need their little 30 seconds, I'll give them their little 30 seconds. But if say my third baseman gets out, like I'll pick you up. I got you next time. Something like that. Just knowing things like that. Being considerate. Yeah. Understanding. Absolutely. Understanding your teammates. Um, believing. You have to believe in yourself. Mm. You have to believe in your teammates. Um, And also having someone believe in you. We knew we had people who believed in us and we believed in each other. 
um, and we believed in ourselves. I love that. Very clear, very connected. Yeah. What are some qualities of a successful team player on and off the field? Like, do you have any strategies for people who want to become better at teamwork? At teamwork. So I said before, I like, I like to lead by example, whether that is having something to do with schoolwork, having something to do with on the field, having something to do with how I walk in Walmart, you know, how I represent the university or how I represent myself, how I represent my team, how I represent my family, my community, you know, things like that. I will say, I know that helped my team because anywhere I was walking, I walk with a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I knew what I came to do. Um, so just having a purpose, I feel like for everything you do, whether that's grocery shopping, you know what you're going in there for, you know, mm-hmm. have a purpose when you walk in that grocery store, <laughs> you know, have a purpose when you're taking those tests, have a purpose when you're walking to class, have a purpose when you're walking on campus, have a purpose for when you walk on that field, that court, you know, whatever, just have a purpose. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. yeah, know your why. Know your why and have a purpose, even the smallest things. The you smallest have a purpose things. when you go to the grocery store. Yeah. You leave in with chips and dip. Yep. And probably not with the thing you actually needed the most. <laughs> exactly. I struggle so many times with that. Even if I write down like a grocery list, like, okay, honestly, this is all you need. You have a budget. Just get that. No, it doesn't. It never works out for me. Sometimes the extra is okay. Thank you. As I'm long as you, you got what you needed. <laughs> I'm glad you understand. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's talk about just the experience of being in the softball world as a woman of color. Being a woman of color in sports presents its own unique challenges. Mm-hmm. So what's your advice for women of color who want to get into predominantly white sports? So like you said, this is a predominantly white sport. And me growing up, honestly, I never looked at it that way. It would always just be, oh, honestly, you're the only Black girl on the team. I never looked at it any differently. And as I continued to grow in the game, I got to see like, oh, this really isn't like a Black girl sport. You know, like I'm kind of... I always felt like I was the only black girl around most of the time in tournaments and stuff. I was like, what? Where are you? you know, like, where are the black girls? Where where y'all at? Yeah, where y'all? Hello. You know, it really opened my eyes in the World Series when I was the only black girl pitching um, on that platform. But to all those, you know, younger female black athletes, y'all can definitely do, you know, whatever you want. If you want to play golf, if you want to play football, <laughs> soccer, you know, you can do it. And I think me being on that platform, and I'm so glad that I got to be on that platform just to impact and inspire those younger Black female athletes to tell them, hey, you can do whatever you want. If you dream it, you can be it. If I can do it, you can do it too. Now I have the opportunity to invest in so much and help out those ones who want to play the sport and don't have it, you know? So I think that's my biggest thing is to helping to continue the sport to grow. Yes. Once again, your age, the color of your skin, none of that really can stop you no, from inspiring other people and getting into the sport. There were demographics provided by the NCAA that from 2014 to 2019, Black players represented just 5% of collegiate softball. Just 5%. That's very little. It's very, very little. Okay. So what can we do, Odyssey, to increase that number in your opinion? Definitely just continue to invest. And I think that's something I will continue to work on. And I would help continue to grow the sport with young female Black athletes as much as I can, whether that's networking. 
I'm doing that right now. But just continue to invest in anything that will help this sport continue to grow. I love that. Invest and network. Not all of that is money either, right? Exactly. You can invest your time. Exactly. Invest your effort. So yeah, like softball absolutely. camps, anything, you know? I love that. What are some projects that you're working on or want to work on in the future to get more Black women in softball? So right now, honestly, just being a voice, it warms my heart. I just have to say this to see, like, if I get on live with, like, a younger female Black athlete and they're, like, crying and screaming, like, nope, you're going to make me cry like that. Oh my warms my, I know, that warms yes. my heart so much. So, like, that's a little thing, me getting on live and just speaking to them and just saying, hey, like, just seeing how that makes their day. Like, you don't have to do all this, you know, fancy stuff. You don't have to have all this money. Um, you know what I'm saying? So just little things like that. I know that's where I'm trying to start at because I really wasn't a big social media person from the beginning. Um, and now just seeing how much I can impact and help out these little girls, um, it warms my heart and I'm going to continue to do that. Is that like newly one of your favorite things? It's my about favorite thing. Like, that's so great. Yeah. Really paying it yeah. forward. Yeah. Just seeing myself grow as a person. I'm like, girl, just be yourself. And once I figured out myself, mm, you know. You're living your best life. <laughs> I love that. That is beautiful insights. I am just taken aback by all of your answers and just the insights that you've given from your own journey. What was one of the toughest moments for you in all of your softball career? In all of my softball career, I would definitely have to say this past year, um, right before RCA tournament, I think my grandpa, he got sick and he couldn't make anything after... Um, the CAA tournament. So that was the toughest thing for me because it's like he's always been so strong and he's always been at every game and he's he's just been there, right? right. So the College World Series, the number one place, you know, you would want your grandfather at, um, he couldn't be. But I mean, I felt like I could like hear him in the stands for some reason. After over 13,000 people, I felt like I could hear him and I felt like he was there. So honestly, I feel like that helped me through. And I knew he was watching. So I feel like that also helped me through. But that had to be the toughest part, just him not being there to see me play the game that I love and the game that, you know, he got me into. That's amazing. You're, you're, I can tell you're a very deeply connected person, whether it's to your teammates or to your family and young girls in the sport that look to be a part of it or, you know, haven't yet taken that step. So how does your why help make you a better teammate, partner, colleague? How does that why drive you to be better? I mean, when you know why you're doing something, I think that drives you even more to do it and do it your best. And I think that's why, you know, sometimes you look at these athletes and you're like, why are they so good? Because they're playing for something. They're playing for somebody. They know what they're doing. You know, they have a purpose. And I think that's honestly, that was my biggest thing. I knew I was playing that game. I gave my all. You should always give your all. Um, no matter what, you should always give your all in grocery shopping. I'm telling you, it mm-hmm. it it, cha- it changes. I'm saying it changes. And like the little things add up to the big things. But my why definitely drove me. When I watch any sport and I'm like, geez, like she's good. And then you go back and you do like some research and you're like, oh, read her story, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I say now, like make your journey true to you because that makes you who you are. Um, and just seeing myself grow as a person in college, I'm like, wow, I'm me now? Like, I feel it. And it, it's it's a different feeling. Um, it is so different. Yeah, I, I feel like you live life different also. You live. You really yeah. start living. It's, it's insane how you can discover that. And Absolutely. in just a moment, 
after years of working really hard, it finally clicks. Yes. I love that. All right. So there are a lot of young girls who we've seen playing and succeeding in the Little League, like Monet Davis, Mm -hmm. who are then told to move into softball. Are you excited to have them in the sport or do you ever wish they would continue to break barriers in baseball? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think, honestly, continue to break barriers, but I would love to have them in the softball thing. But um, that's just proving to the world that I can do it. I can play baseball. And I think women's sports in general right now is growing just because of, you know, those women breaking those barriers. So definitely continue to break the barriers, even though I would love to have you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, we're, we are really breaking barriers and changing the amount of women of color in certain sports that are predominantly white, changing the expectation of sports and and women driven sports. Yes, definitely. I know for me personally, boxing, we have a lot of heavy hitters right now who are aiming to have three minute rounds instead of two minute rounds, Yes, you know, making sure we're going the distance so that we can see more knockouts, more heart, more of what these women are capable of doing. Exactly. So definitely continue to break those barriers. That's really dope. Yes. Under Armour Sweat the Details will be back after a short break. Welcome back to Sweat the Details. All right, now that we're sitting on that energy, we're going to do a little bit of a shakeout. Odyssey, this is the part in the show where we play a game. And this game, in honor of you, is going to be called Play Ball. All right? (laughs) So uh, we would like for you to share your love of softball and preparation routines for the game. So I'm just going to ask you to just rapid fire your answer, and we'll get it cracking. You ready? All right, I'm ready. Okay. Favorite pitch to throw? Favorite pitch to throw? Honestly, it depends on what pitch is working the best that day and what a batter is swinging at. (laughs) I like that. I like that. All right. What's your pre-softball game ritual? I have to put my left sock on before my right sock. Mm. Are you a lefty? I'm not a lefty. Oh, I'm a lefty. But I have to put my left sock on first. What's the reasoning? Is it it just... I don't know. I I just always kind of get dressed the same way. Okay. Nah, it works. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) All right. What's your favorite pre-training snack? Ooh, I love a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I can eat that for breakfast. I can eat that for lunch. I can eat that for dinner. I feel like peanut butter and jelly is gourmet. Like, that is the it's, best snack. <laughs> as, as a 31-year-old, I'm like, yes. some days there's like nothing I want more. Than. Yes. <laughs> All right. What's the best way to celebrate a win? Um, It depends on honestly who we beat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or what kind of game it was. If it was a close one, I'm screaming. Even though I am excited to play the game in general, but tons of more excitement. Um, if it's a close game, you got the goosebumps and stuff and you win. So how about favorite softball cheer from when you were young? Ooh, you gotta oh, chant it. I have to chant it. Please. <laughs> Let me think. I really was never the cheering type. I would just always clap on beat, but we'll see. Let's see what I got. I see a hole out there. I see a hole out there. (laughs) That's all you're going to get. (laughs) I love it. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Odyssey. This is a lot of fun. Absolutely. We know what you're aiming towards. We're trying to see you in Japan very soon. And we also know that you're still working to make sure that you're doing it big for the young girls out here who are trying to get into the sport. How can we find you if we want to connect? If you want to connect, I am all on social media. My Insta is double C's. That comes from CC if you guys didn't know, but it's C-O-U-B-L-E underscore S-C-A-S. Twitter um, is two C's, 
I believe it is the number two, S-E-A-S underscore underscore uh, Facebook, my name, TikTok, my name, Odyssey Alexander, I think. Um, but if you guys ever want to hit me up on there, I love to have tons of fun. TikTok is my honestly my favorite mm. um, just because I like to, you know, get down. TikTok will show you. It will yeah, really TikTok show you. TikTok will what, definitely what's up with like humble you a little bit like, oh, I thought I could. That doesn't look right. <laughs> wow. I mean, congratulations on everything that you're doing. And thank you so much for all of these incredible insights you've given us. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very inspiring conversation. Yes. I want to thank Odyssey Alexander again for sharing some really powerful insights. Monica, what were some of your favorite moments from your conversation with her? Where do I even start? Uh, Odyssey's relationship with her grandfather was just so touching and so inspiring to me. The belief that Mm. a person, especially someone in your family, can have in you that can take you to the College World Series, that can take you to running right into the professional league when you're done, to throwing somewhere around 1,057 pitches in one actual Mm -hmm. tournament. I mean... I was just so in awe of that relationship and just her her wisdom as a 23-year-old athlete. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And I'm just thinking about those pitches, 1,057. Like, really? Really? Not 100. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just, I'm so sad that I missed this conversation. And I'm curious, like, was there any moment that, like, surprised you? I love to hear when our guests, especially Odyssey, jump in on their life philosophy without even truly Mm. recognizing it. And hers is absolutely to find your purpose and to work with purpose in whatever you do, even going to the grocery store. We definitely connected on that one. (laughs) And I, you know, I'm just, I'm really, really inspired by her and, you know, being a little older, a little more seasoned. (laughs) I am just so thankful to have taken that insight and to know that women like her are out there inspiring younger women to not only get into the sport of softball, but to know just how much of an impact they can make just from being themselves. Absolutely. So inspiring. What do you say we check in on some of our goals? Hashtag goals. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. I guess I'll start. Because my goal is very, very small this week. I have actually have two goals and they're kind of in the same. Um, One is to stay hydrated and two is to stay nourished. That is the only thing that I can focus on this week. And that's all I'm doing. I'm just, I'm constantly making sure that I'm drinking enough water. I'm getting enough liquids and I'm getting enough food. It's been so difficult. You know, I started my IVF treatment, my shots a couple of days ago, I'm a few days in, it's been really, really rough. And that's literally the only thing that I can focus on right now is staying hydrated and staying nourished. And it feels really difficult. It feels really hard, but I know that it's possible and I know that I'm going to get through this and that's where I am right now. Yes. We are with you, Meg. Sipping like a champ, you know, <laughs> gotta, Always. gotta be I'm patient just, with those sips. Do. And you know, I'm yes. just so happy that you're sharing your journey with us and so thankful to hear that because it really inspires me to understand you know, that there's so much power in the small things that we do. Mm -hmm. I'd say I'm on a similar journey with you. And I'm just trying to add a little bit at a time. We're eight weeks out from the fight. And oh my gosh, already? Yeah. And, you know, just the lock-in of the purpose of, you know, fighting for cancer research and fighting for those who who are in this fight personally has really 
help me appreciate my body every single day. So listening to my body is my goal. Whether I need to go a little bit harder in this next couple of weeks or if I need to back off, I just want to really be in tune with myself so that I can step in that ring and really be ready to give everything I have. Mm, I love that. And what you're doing is just, can I just say it's incredible? Like, Thank you. I, I just hope you you understand like how big of a deal what you're doing is. It's a huge, huge thing that you're doing. We're talking, you know, millions of people affected. And I I really, really hope that this truly can change the trajectory of how far cancer is reaching people in their lives, whether they're older or younger. I hope that this research and and this effort really makes a huge difference. So thanks to everyone who has been supporting us. We are getting so many overwhelming messages and so many shows of support. Meg, I know your your DMs and your comments are looking absolutely flooded right now, but keep them coming, oh, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Please keep them coming. All right, y'all. Well, that's it for this week's episode, but don't forget to join us next week for more great conversations. Thanks for joining us, FitFam. If you liked what you heard on the show, subscribe for free or follow the show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review. You can find me on Instagram at meg.boggs and on TikTok, same handle at meg.boggs. Yes, and hit your girl up on Instagram. You can find me at trainwithmon. Until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and don't forget to sweat the details. Bye. Bye. Sweat the Details is a collaboration with Under Armour and iHeartRadio. Our show is hosted by me, Monica Jones. And me, Meg Boggs. Our executive producers are Jess Stribstein, Giselle Lewis-Archvald, Molly Sosha, and Maya Cole. Our producers are Kelly Antoll, Layla Kadrain, Emma Osborne, and Alejandra Arevalo. And our sound editor and engineer is Sarah Gibble-Laska. Keep up with the latest news in women's fitness by following Under Armour at Under Armour Women and at Under Armour.